When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kickoff Live with Sean Morash and John Schmelt. You know what I saw? New York Giant Pride. On The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Let's go out here like a bunch of crazy dogs. Have some fun. Welcome to our special Saturday edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live presented by Cadillac, the official luxury vehicle of the New York football giants. And by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Schmelt Morash with you next half hour of Giants Talk right here on Big Blue Kickoff Live when Hello My Name is Craig comes your way at 9.30. Marash, this is not the Dallas Cowboys this week for the New York football Giants, and that's the good news. Uh, the Cowboys have had the Giants number. We've talked about it on the show a bunch oh. over the past, you know, seven, eight years since basically Dak Prescott arrived there. Not the case for the Washington Commanders. Giants 7-2-1 and one in their last 10 games against the Commanders. Tommy DeVito once again a quarterback, which of course changes the equation a bit, understandably so. With that said, you look at this Washington team and how the Giants match up against them, there's no reason why this game should not be competitive. Yeah, and, and for anybody out there who's watched the Giants the last two weeks without Leonard Williams, and obviously we understand what big a loss that was, you know, I don't want to hear about you know, everything falling apart defensively because of one guy. The Commanders were pretty big sellers at the deadline, Schmelk, dumping off, obviously, Montez Sweat and Chase Young. And those two guys were there the last time these teams played. So this is a Commander team still fighting and scrapping in their own right. We'll see how they do versus Dallas on Thanksgiving next week. But this is, you know, bringing it back down to a little peer-tier type of situation, a game we should all sit down on Sunday. And if you're in the camp still of, I want my Giants to play competitive winning football, well... I think you have an opportunity here to get a W. Yeah, there's no question about it. And Tommy DeVito last week, when I went back and watched the coaches tape show, and we were talking before the show, much like in week one when Daniel Jones was the quarterback, the show was still the same. Quarterback yeah. drops back, gets his back foot into the ground to try to make a throw, and there are three Dallas Cowboys, or yeah. one, one, two, three Dallas Cowboys ready to sack him, and he did not have much of a chance to succeed in this game. And this is why, to me, the, the formula is different. And, and we'll get to the commander's offense in a second. But this commander defense is not very good. Uh, you look at any of the advanced metrics with this Washington defense, 31st, an EPA allowed per drop back, 29th EPA per play, uh, just basic yards, bottom five in yards per game, passing yards per game. Their secondary has been a struggle all year. No team has allowed more 30-plus yard passes than they have, or 15-yard-plus right. passes for right. that matter. Forbes has not been the rookie. Banks has been at times this year. No, he's gotten benched. He's been kind of slowly weaned back into the lineup a little bit. And then they've traded their 
frankly, two best pass rushers two weeks ago since they last played the Giants. This Washington defense is not very good. So even with all of the issues the Giants have on offense, starting with the quarterback position, obviously, you know, there's no reason the Giants should not be able to get up and around 20 points in this game. Uh, He's totally, totally with you here. And obviously, we all breathed a sigh of relief when we saw Andrew Thomas come back in a game last Sunday after being carted off. He did not play in the last Commander game as well, which is... And uh, neither did John Michael Schmitz either, by the way. Right. So, they, I mean, frankly, I'm just going to plant my flag. I know John Michael Schmitz is a rookie. Those are the two offensive linemen I, I seemingly trust the most at this point with the Giants. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing when it comes to the rookie. But either way, it's a high-priority pick. Schmuck, no doubt about it, man. And honestly, for anybody that might have griped or bellyached, what is Brian Dable doing at the end of the Dallas game, calling timeouts, figuring out that drive that eventually found Sterling Shepard in the end zone with six seconds left? Now pivot to this week. Okay, first of all, the Cowboys are going to go up and down the field and run up the score and score 49 points. Number one, big middle finger to you, Dallas. We're going to stop time. But that drive at the end of the game versus Dallas that I've, you know, gone back, rewatched, pine through, you know, that sets some things up when you're talking about the defense you're playing this week. It let Tommy DeVito feel a little good about himself and not just a battering ram. And it let, you know, the receivers get in the mix. Slayton caught a pass. Wondell caught a pass in there. Like, there will be opportunities for the Giants to have drives like that in this game, and I totally am with you. I... In many ways, I think something that we all kind of rolled our eyes at, just let the game end last Sunday, I think might catapult them into a situation where they can feel good versus a much worse defense here with a lessened pass rush this week. And now this goes back to the point you made about the defense. The offense needs to start fast, but if it doesn't, right? If they come out of this game and maybe they punt their first couple possessions, they have a penalty, something goes wrong, which even if you're playing a good offensive game, you can punt on the first two drives. It happens, right? The defense cannot allow a couple touchdowns on Washington's first two drives here. No doubt. Because if you get behind big, balance goes away, and then even in a better matchup situation, things might not go very well for the offense. Yeah, and in typical Giant fashion, right, they just can't seemingly get their two edge pass rushers out on the field at the same time. Kayvon Thibodeau lost for that entire second half last week when we had Ojolari come back in basically a limited pass rusher role. I'm anxious to see if Ojolari comes up a little bit, but I say that because Sam Howell is a guy who, despite the fact that he's strong for a lot of yards, the fantasy football players might love him. He still holds on to the ball a ton. It takes a ton of sacks, and we saw that in the last Giant Commander game. So Leonard Williams is gone, yes. Dexter Lawrence is facing way more double and triple teams. Yes, still beating them like heck was great versus Dallas still. But if you get Thibodeau back and he clear concussion protocol yesterday, yep. and you get a little more Ojolari going on the edge with Dexter Lawrence, I-, I think the whole key to this thing, Schmelk, is going to be, even if the secondary still beat up a Dory out, I, you know, just get after Hal if he's going to hold on to the ball. Put them in, you know, sack them on second down. Put them in these horrendous third and long situations. And that's how you limit it. So if the Giants can find themselves in a spot where they score 20 points on offense, maybe we get DeVito's best game here so far. You know, there's no reason the Washington Commanders should be scoring north of 20 in this game. There's none. The Giants held them a seven last time they played. And that's even with Washington having Brian Robinson in their trio of receivers. Yeah, Thibodeau Ojolari will play. It looks like Deontay Banks and Credo Flott are going to play too, which is important against a pretty talented wide receiver core. Right. Howell has done a little bit better the last couple of weeks getting rid of the ball a bit quicker. Only right. seven sacks in the last three games. He's getting better, which he should as a young quarterback. Correct. Before that, he had been sacked at least four times in every game this year and at least five times in every game but one. So that's getting a little bit better. But you mentioned Dexter Lawrence. You go back to that game four weeks ago. Dexter Lawrence wrecked the game. He dominated. Totally. He had two sacks. He's in the backfield every play. He was so dominant. Nick Chase lost the starting job at center after that game. 
And now it's Tyler Larson. Uh, Sadiq Charles, who actually got hurt, their left guard in the Giants game. He's still not back. So Chris Paul, not the point guard, is playing left guard for Washington. And they've struggled. Like, this is another game where you're looking at Dexter Lawrence, and there's no reason that he's probably not going to wreck this game again. Exactly. And, by the way, if the Giants were really a tremendous team in the win column this year, Dexter Lawrence is getting Defensive Player of the Year chatter. Absolutely. Uh, so this should totally be a Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau, Aziz Ojolari game. And as we all know from good Giant teams of the past, really great pass rushes versus bad offensive line play. Gee, forget that for a second. We should know that from the other side. <laughs> great pass rush from bad offensive line play can completely change and alter anything you think about other matchups in this game. And whether that's the Washington receivers running at the Giants secondary, it can completely get negated if they are in Sam Howell's lap all game long. And frankly, Schmelk, that is the recipe for the Giants to get themselves back off the mat and win a game here. It just shows you how topsy-turvy this year has been in the NFL, Sean. Like, if you would have told anyone and if you had Sam Howell as leading the NFL in passing yards after week right. 10 on, on, on your bingo card, go play the lottery right. because I think you got a decent shot. And now you look at this commander's team, and you know, we've talked about this team a bunch over the years. The Giants have played them twice a year, obviously. Oh, you know, they're you know, their defensive front, that's the strength, and you know, they got a pretty good defense, and you know, this and that. Now you look at their team. The part of their team that we thought was the biggest question mark before the season in Howell is now the strength of their team. Right, it's amazing. Like, if you look at Washington. What scares you the most is their passing game. Yeah. And when's the last time we said that about the Washington Commanders? Mark Rippon? Yeah. Uh, RG3? I mean, it's been a long time. Probably when I was in footy pajamas, and I'm 36 years old, Schmelk. That's, it, you never think of the Commanders that way. It's always run first, tough defense, something like that. There's no doubt. But look, they have put together an excellent trio of weapons. They have. And the problem was... Quarterbacks prior weren't getting the ball enough to Terry McLaurin, and now Sam yeah. Howell is. So, again, we talk about Deontay Banks playing in this game. He had his first career interception versus Washington a few weeks ago. Those guys flot in the slot. Like, If this season now is about developing young players, those two guys specifically, Cordell Flott and Deontay Banks, should be a pretty damn big part of this giant future. This is the perfect trio versus a quarterback that our pass rush can get off at that can make you feel good about yourself on tape and make some plays. You know, and, and we mentioned the trade last thing before we take our break here. You know, the Washington defensive line has been a strength of theirs for a long time. It's really not anymore. No. You know, they, they traded, traded Montez Sweat. They traded Chase Young. They were their two best players. Jonathan Allen, even before the trade, wasn't having his best year. He has a pass rush win rate of under 10%, which is not good. And it seems like Deron Payne signed that contract and is like, All right, I'm good. Right. He's got like one sack, six quarterback hits, 21 quarterback pressures, which is not a high number. Those two guys, even without the edge players, even when the edge players were there, I should say, they were not having really good years. So yeah. they sh the Giants should be able to protect Tommy DeVito. And with that secondary, take some shots. I want to see some plays down the field in this game. Because this is a secondary yeah. you can do it against. Because this Washington defensive line, which again, we're kind of in bizarre world with Washington here that we've talked about for all these years, is not what it used to be. Yeah, and by the way, shots down the field, you took that Hyatt clearing protocol there as well. Yep. and. And obviously, Isaiah Hodgins is a guy who could still get open a little bit down the field, run some good routes. Schmelk, there's also no reason not to take the shots down the field here with DeVito, right? Like, the reality of the situation is you're 2-8. and eight. Last week, scoring 17 points with that last seven coming in garbage time is the second highest output of the Giants all year. They only scored 14 points versus Washington last time they're out. And guess what? That was because they were taking shots down the field in the first half. So that's where that was totally there for Terod Taylor. 
there is absolutely nothing to lose for the Giants to go back and play some kind of conservative-style game. Now, not to say that they won't at times with Saquon Barkley, but uncork a little. Loosen up Washington. Don't let them gain confidence in that secondary. Beat them early in this game. A couple shots to Hyatt wouldn't kill the Giants. And let DeVito feel good about himself, too. Yeah, and look, with Washington's offense, I think you're going to have to get to 20 here if you want to win this game. I don't think you'll have another 14-7 to game. I could be wrong, but I think you're going to have to get to around 17-20 if you want to walk away here with a victory. 877-337-6666. Get on the line. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Take your calls. 877-337-6666. Join us on Sunday, November 19th at Hair of the Dog in Manhattan to watch the Giants take on Washington. Enjoy Modelo drink specials, meet a Giants legend, and enter a raffle to win game tickets and more. Visit Giants.com slash bar network. To learn more, we'll be back with more and your calls right after this on The Fan. Back here on Big Blue Kickoff Live, presented by Cadillac, the official luxury vehicle of the New York football giants and by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody, you're listening to special Saturday edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live with Schmelk and Marash. If you want Giants talk, check out our weekday edition of the show. It's every weekday afternoon at 1230 on the Giants app, Giants.com. We talk Giants football and take your calls every weekday at 1230. All right, let's get to your calls, 877-337-6666. Let's go to Emilio in Staten Island. He will lead us off this morning. Emilio, what's up? Spelk, what's up, buddy? I haven't talked to you in a while. What's up, man? How are you? Not bad, not bad. You know, you guys do it at 1230. I'm in construction. It's hard to listen to that show, you know? No, dude, I hear you. But you know what? The good news and, is that go check it out on John, podcast we, platforms. You, I can't get through to that midday show if I call 100 times a day. Well, hashtag blame Hoffman. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, blame Hoffman. No, I'm not rash. It is what it, it is. He's got it, a Hoffman Hoffman's show. Fault. Anyway, John, in a lot of ways, I agree with you. The best thing for the Giants is to lose. For the right. long term, and that's what you're always saying during that day show. Of course. For the long term on this team, the Giants really need. Top-level talent. Yeah, I mean, they're not. by the way, they're not bereft of top-end talent. They just, you know. If no, gonna... but, good. somebody gets hurt, there ain't nobody behind them. Yeah, they need depth, no doubt about it. But that we knew that two years ago when Shane took over. But because the you Giants know, made the playoffs, I think everybody, you know, and, forgets and, that. And this talk about getting rid of Dable, Shane, stupid. these people got to be as stupid as stupid is. Very stupid as stupid I is, I agree. I, I don't get that, that, that talk either. No, yeah, look, no, don't worry. They're not going yeah. anywhere. Don't worry. About yeah, it. Emilio, appreciate the call, man. Look, you're a thousand percent right. You can only go through this cycle of, you know, every two years making a change. Not, nothing's ever going to work. And, Sean, I think you made the great point. And because I think of the playoff appearance and playoff win last year, people forgot this. When Joe Shane and Brian Dable showed up two years ago, this was a multiple-year project. Of course. This, this was not a one-year quick turnaround deal. And... People, I think, lost sight of that, given what happened last year, which I understand. But it yeah. takes a general manager, and I had this argument with, with a caller during our weekday Big Blue Kickoff Live this year. Like, but he's had a year and a half to build a roster, two years. I go, yes, I get that, but keep this in mind. His first free agency period was shedding contracts. He had Joe Shane had no money to add people in his first yeah. offseason here, okay? He's had two drafts and one free agent period to build out a complete roster. Which is right. darn near impossible to and do. And by the way, and by the way, is hitting pretty good rate on his draft picks. I mean, everybody wants to complain about Evan Neal. Look at the two the two drafts and think about the guys that we see playing significant steps, and many of which that we like. 
are all draft picks the last two years. And I don't know where we're at in sports as a society, because I kind of felt this way, full disclosure, peel back the curtain as a hockey fan when the Rangers got rid of Gerard Gallant. Why do we want to punish guys for being really successful in year one if year two doesn't live up to the billing? Take a deep breath. Last year still existed. What we saw Brian Dable <laughs> do as a head coach happened. It wasn't a mirage. It happened. But because it happened, we're not going to punish him now because the wheels have kind of fallen off. And, oh, by the way, it's not as if the same roster from last year is out there competing this year. Bingo. And the Giants stink. I know the end result right now is 2-8. and eight, And it sucks. Believe me. When I sit down there and I get my wings and I got the sauce all over my face and I watch the Giants lose, it pains me. It pains me. But... But Andrew Thomas was your best player. He got hurt in quarter one of game one. The Giants had to play at that time a third-round guard who hadn't played tackle at left tackle. And Andrew Thomas was out forever. Saquon Barkley got hurt in week two. And from that point forward, think about if whatever you want to say about Daniel Jones. The two best offensive players on this team were out of the lineup. For the next couple weeks in a row where things really took a turn, if we all agree the Giants are still building their depth up, and you lose two of your best players within the first six quarters of football, I'm sorry, they didn't have the depth to recover. Now, since then, a bunch of events have happened, right? Terod got hurt, Jones got hurt again. It's one of those years where it started from quarter one, night one, and it has spiraled since. That is not on Brian Dable. Get your head out of your tuchuses and understand that. I had somebody call up our show this week and say, did, did did the league make a mistake? I think it was actually on the postgame show last week. Did the league make a mistake giving Brian Dable his coach of the year award last year? Was oh, that a your mistake? sister's like, ass smell. Come no, on. No, it wasn't a mistake. This is a one-year award. He did a great job with the team last year when they, frankly, overachieved, let's be honest. And yeah. they won a playoff game when no one thought that was possible heading into yeah. the year. And to, to, to have revisionist history on that now is just crazy. Uh, Brian Dable did not forget how to run a successful offense. Mike Kafka still came from the Andy Reid tree. He knows what good offense looks like. But you can only do so much with the players that you have on the field. And you made the point, last year they had injuries, right? Right. But Daniel Jones played every game. Saquon Barkley played every game. Except for the last one when they rested, but they were healthy, Right. right? And then Andrew Thomas played every game. Who are the three most important players on this offense? It's them. And it's not close. Not close. And by the way, you didn't mention the Waller injury. Their best weapon. He's missed the last two games. Right. And Schmelk, look, last year, too, if you go back, what what crazy things happened, right? The Giants with that crazy ending to the Raven game or the stop versus the Jaguars one yard short. Tennessee like, Titan two-point conversion. Two, right. The Giants are two plays away last year from not making the playoffs because that's how tight the margin is in football. Absolutely. And what did we see this year? Two four or two one yard plays from the goal line at each end of the half versus Buffalo that did not go the Giants' way. If one of them does, they win the game. Twenty four seconds versus the Jets, a decision that came down to whether you should run. Gano being hurt cost the Giants a game. Yep. We could still be having the conversation with Tommy DeVito playing that the Giants are alive for a playoff spot today if those two things had gone their way. And then you throw in Jones, who, while getting battered around and beaten around, they still were in position to win the Seattle game, and he made a couple mistakes. Any of those things go their way, went their way last year, they're in a playoff mix. That's football. Well, show them. That's just football. You can't figure it. That's, that's just the way football, football goes. That's football, <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to Richie in Queens. He's up next on Big Blue Kickoff Live. Richie, what's up? Hey guys, hey Sean, it was really good meeting you at the uh, at Reds. Richie, I'm uh, Richie. I've been telling everybody about your sweatshirt and hat since I saw you at Reds. You walked right out of the '86 championship game in two Reds four weeks ago. Did you I throw trash at him, Richie? And, R- and, Richie, and did you sit, did, 
Yeah, did you see me throwing the football with Evan when I threw it to the 50-yard yeah. one? Let me tell you something about Richie Queens. years old. Richie and Queens anyway. could start a giant quarterback today at 76. He, he is an arm. Huh? He's an Adonis. Nice. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. But real quick, I kind of disagree with you real quick. And that is, that, yes, the injuries have been devastating. But the direction of this team for next year, Jones, questionable. Barkley, questionable. Sure. The no, offensive line, Neil, not be. But I'm saying, yes, the injuries are part of the whole situation. But looking forward... And saying that, you know, you know, McAdoo had a great year, too. I'm not comparing him to McAdoo. I think he's got a lot of talent, Dable, and I think he's got stability. But going forward, to say that this team is going to be a good team next year, with you know, we were, build, we were building on Jones. He was going to be our rock. We were going to build our well, offensive line. We were going to build on Walla. Walla is what he's been the last four years. Yeah, so Richie, hold on, though. I don't know Richie, what direction. Richie, by the way, 12 games of Darren Waller is still better than zero games without him. Number two, as far as direction goes, the quarterback is like the $160 million elephant in the room, and I love Daniel Jones. You have eight weeks to see how that plays out. Look, clearly Joe Shane, if you trust him as a GM, is traveling around Thanks, watching Richie. quarterbacks and everything else. Thank you. It doesn't mean Jones won't be here. He's going to be here probably on his contract. We'll see what the Giants do. And by the way, the direction is nothing to do with Daniel Jones' talent. He got banged up. He had his second neck injury in three years and tore his ACL. Take a deep breath. There's still a lot of football to figure out what's going to happen with this giant team. And everyone knew that Saquon was on one-year deal. That's something you'll of figure course. out. But look, coming off a 9-7 and one season versus a season where you start 2-8, and eight, is it cloudier? What what are you going to do moving forward? Absolutely. I mean, that, that that's just the nature of the beast. All right, Marash. Sorry, Lawrence. We never have a chance to get to you. Marash, give me a... Thought, a take, a prediction, however you want to look at it, for Giants and Commanders tomorrow. I think the Giants are going to win the game, Schmel. So I do get, I. Forget what I've said all week. I've turned on this. I think they're going to win the game. I think you hit it. I think the Giants are going to win this game 20 to 19. 20 to 19. Look, I, I, I know what the number is. I understand why people think Tommy DeVito. Something in my gut tells me they're going to play well in this game, Sean. Yeah, and I too. think they're going to score some points. And I, I hope the defense shows up and has their pride bruised a little bit after the last two games, and they show up and, and they play one of their better games. They look like the defense that played against Washington four weeks ago. Yeah, we can't beat anybody else, but Commanders, we're your daddy. Remember that tomorrow. Guys, thanks for joining us in the Town Fair Tires studios. Nobody beats Town Fair Tires. Nobody, of course. Our coverage of the Giants right here on The Fan begins on Sunday at 11 a.m. It's a 1 o'clock road game. Heaven forbid. First one of the year, it feels like. Jonathan Casillas and I will have all the pregame stuff from the fan. We'll have our whole crew, Bob, Carl, Paul Dettino, Howard Cross, down there in the nation's capital. Thanks for joining us on Big Blue Kickoff Live, presented by Cadillac, the official luxury vehicle of the Giants, and by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. For Sean Marash, I'm John Schmoke. Thanks for joining us for this special Saturday edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll see you tomorrow for Giants and Commanders. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. 
Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.